0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Nurse-ish podcast. This is your host, Tiana, and I have my girl, Kaylin, co-hosting with me.
1: Hey, guys. So before we get started, we just ask that everyone like, subscribe, and share our podcast.
0: Matters discussed on this podcast have no reflection or association with the institutions that we've worked for or currently work for. With that said, let's get started.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to the Nurses Podcast. Today we will be having and discussing episode three, which is titled Nursing Job Interview. And we'll just be going over just the different things that um, are required during your first interview with your nursing um, And just our different perspectives on what you should wear and things in that nature. Okay. So, um, so interviewing for your nursing position, we... Uh, both agree that first you should start applying months before you graduate school. So in California, a lot of the times they won't even kind of consider you until you actually have your license and you, and you, I mean not your license, but you graduate school, but in Maryland, you're able to apply months and before.
0: Yeah. I would say that I probably started applying in March. And you oh, got, it was earlier. you yeah, it was got, like March. Um,
1: feedback from those those um
0: applications right yeah so i applied in march but i didn't honestly i didn't hear any replies until like june oh okay. yeah until june so it took a while but if you know the healthcare system in general for the most part um, they don't really pull applications super fast unless they they're really really hiring. Yeah. So that's why that's why um, we're trying to tell everyone to make sure you apply months in advance. That way, when June or May does come around and they start looking at applications, they can consider you. You don't want to be behind the curve. Yeah. So
1: um. Both of us, um, it's okay to just let people know that it's okay to not have healthcare experience when you're applying for these nursing jobs. Um, Ty, she worked in customer service prior Mm -hmm. I my job I didn't work in throughout college I worked in high school though but I didn't work throughout college and that's okay and even going back to like during nursing school like you have so many colleagues who are like oh I do I'm a tech and I do this and I do that and Mm -hmm. I work in pharmacy and like it's okay if you don't have that experience like that doesn't You at a lower position or anything like that. If you don't have that background experience, that's why you go to nursing school and you go through your clinicals. So you have that education and you have that background knowledge. So um, when you're doing your resumes, just try to focus on your school clinicals. So when you take critical care, you take meds or you take P, you do maternity, um, your practicum, that's a really big one to put on your resume Mm -hmm. and um, make sure that you get your, what are they called? it's like your clinical instructor or like your practicum person that that you're shadowing with when you do your practicum try to get them as a reference as well that's like super important and that builds a good relationship
0: and a good reference yeah and for the people who do not know what a senior practicum is Um, I actually ran into one of my coworkers who was like, what's a senior practicum? And she's a nurse as well. So basically, that's a class that our university offered where basically you could choose which specialty you thought um, you would like to go into after nursing school. So for me, I wanted to do emergency room. So I did my senior practicum, which is basically a 12-hour day on the hospital floor with your preceptor, and you're almost working as a nurse so you can... um, you know, learn about the experience of working in that type of environment. Um, and that's basically what a senior practicum is. So, yeah, if you can find a senior practicum that is in your specialty of choice, it really will look good on your resume because you'll actually have some experience in that um, specialty or within that environment. Yeah,
1: especially when it's like a specific specialty like ER or, right. like or like me. when I was in right. the NICU, like that gave me such... A great advantage and just not even for like a job position but just like my own personal knowledge Mm -hmm. because you don't learn NICU in school I mean you learn a little bit of newborn care but nothing really like NICU so
0: it helps a lot Yes. And even for the students, um, we did talk about the students who do not ha- have healthcare experience. But for the ones who do, um, use that as an advantage. Make sure while you're on the floor that you're networking with people and, you know, you're talking to the managers and sending them emails, letting them know like, hey, look, I'm in my last semester at school. Can you get a job lined up for me? Like, mm-hmm. don't let that ex- don't let that good experience go to waste. Like, make sure you network, because I know a lot of people who did network and by time they before they even graduated by march they already had a job waiting for them so um no matter which position you're in try to network and even if you don't have healthcare experience this kind of leads to my next point with me i was i've only had customer service based um experience like i worked at a call center while i was in nursing school but I use that as an advantage, like when I went on my interviews, like I pushed customer service as being such a great skill to have, because honestly, that's where healthcare is moving nowadays, like literally everything is about customer service, everything is about providing the best, of, best of care, quality of care all of the surveys that they send out to patients now is basically customer service surveys. Yeah. so It's really, like, forget the nurse. It's yeah. Just it's, it's almost like, honestly, <laughs> everything is customer ser- service based nowadays. So if that's all you have, then you need to take it and make that your strong point and run with it. Like, don't be ashamed to say you don't have any, um, you know, healthcare experience, but your customer service skills, you can literally take anywhere. That's how you interact with people. Um, how you deal with people in tough situations. Literally, you're dealing with the public when you're a nurse. It's not like it's all about medicine. Like, literally, it's almost – it really is customer service. Yeah. It really is. And then, I mean, you can also talk about how you'll also have, like, awesome bit side manner. And I feel like I have really, really good bit side manner because of customer service, because I'm, I have very strong interpersonal skills. Um, and I feel like I can relate and make patients feel comfortable, which is a very – honorable skill to have i would say because if you've ever been to you know a hospital or to a doctor's office and you know had a doctor who was just not relatable and they were super distant that make your experience a good experience at all all. yeah yeah
1: even if you know you just make small talk not saying that you have to you know be best of friends with your patient but you know just understand just being empathetic and letting when you're in your interview letting them know that you know
0: you're capable of being that way that is correct and then also in healthcare, you know you're gonna run into patients who are gonna be angry and we don't have like i mean granny i guess you do have a nursing manager who works your floor but they're not typically on the floor like they're doing admin stuff they're doing things behind the scenes so as a nurse you have to learn how to de-escalate some situations like you can't you know egg people on even if they get on your nerves you can't really be Mm -hmm. you know um you can't cause a problem to escalate even higher so you have to learn how to de-escalate certain situations and a lot of times you learn that in customer service because you deal with a lot of root customers and people who like to you know turn up and you know do all of that crazy stuff right. so you definitely can use um customer service as a good skill to boast on for sure okay. um and i would say moving on to this is a, a big debate i would say as well should your resume be one page or two page? So this is something I always hear debates about. Yeah, I was in nursing school, I felt like they preach it should be one page, or you should try to make your Resume as condensed as possible. And I do agree with that. But I will say that the further you get in like your nursing career uh-huh. and the more experience you have, I'm not going to just not show some of the my stuff. That I work yeah, with. just so it can be, you know. Like yeah. all my skills, all my degrees, all of my certifications, yeah. you're going to see all this. Yeah. But I would say try to make things condensed. Like you don't have to be as wordy or um, mm-hmm. some things you honestly don't have to add onto your resume, but we'll go over what your actual resume should include. But I would say probably for a new grad nurse, I want to say mine was one page because I didn't yeah. have that much experience. And then I also went back through and cut a lot of things off of my resume. Like right. at first I had every clinical that I was in. And then I spoke to someone and they were like, you don't have to put every single clinical that you were in. You can put the right. clinicals that apply to the position for that the you screen. want. So Absolutely. I made sure I put like my senior practicum because that was the emergency room. I made sure I chose like critical care and maybe met surge, like things that, you know, um, went in a way I, put me in like a positive light. Like it didn't make sense for me to put pediatrics or labor and delivery <laughs> because that's, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> right. Yep. But I would say, um, probably as a nursing student, everyone is different. So I can't even say as a nursing student. Literally, I think it can be either one or two pages as long as it's condensed and you're putting the proper information in there. Now if you have several different degrees, then I I would not, not add my degrees, yeah, on don't resume. limit
1: yourself to <laughs> to all your achievements. Yeah. But at the same time like Don't put everything at Abercrombie in high school. Like I'm not gonna put Abercrombie in right. my resume. Right. You
0: know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree with that. You don't have to put all of the different honors you had like you were on the mm-hmm. honor roll like when you were in 12th grade. No, mm. <laughs> that don't, that does not need to go on your resume at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say everyone, everybody's situation is different, but try to make it as condensed. The more condensed, the better, I would say. The better. Yeah. Now, going moving into, uh, you know, what a resume consists of. Now, I'm on the fence about a cover page. I have never made a cover page. I always
1: ask you that too. Like, whenever I'm, do job, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, do you have a cover page? And like, just recently is when I first did my first cover page and I was to apply for jobs in the med spa. Just because okay. med spa, I just feel like you just need to get, you kind of like selling yourself with the med spa because you're selling things there, you know? So it's kind of like, oh I you know I took this class and I got certified in Botox and I know how to sell this and blah blah, blah. but right. I think like with just a regular like on the floor position I don't think it's really necessary like I don't think cover pages in general are really honestly necessary but if you want to give yourself a little oomph then yeah, you can go ahead not? and go for it but
0: <laughs> so I've what goes a into a cover page not... like <laughs> what do you write about yourself in the cover page because I never knew what to write So
1: you kind of go, oh my God, I wish I could go back to mine. So like the first part, you just kind of explain yourself and then you kind of just tell them why you're good for the position,
0: what skills
1: that you have that will be good for this position that you're applying for, things in that nature. Okay. But like even for like the Med Spa one, when I made it, I just Googled. I'm telling y'all, Google's your best friend. I Googled <laughs> right. like what is a good Med Spa cover page and they'll give you examples. And then okay. just, you know, do
0: yours based off you. Yeah, I've always and trust me, I always see people say, Do a cover le- do a cover letter or do a cover page and literally each time I'd be like, Skip Yes, <laughs> skip and still get the job. So yeah. it's not I don't don't think it's not going to get hired. Right. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, like Kaylin said, if you want an extra oomph and you want to, you know, show off your skills, (laughs) then go ahead and do your cover page. (laughs) But I have yet to do one cover page, and I have gotten pretty much every job I've applied for. So, if you don't do it, don't feel bad. (laughs) Now, um, I think that one of the major things, some people, I didn't know, some people didn't answer their resume was like the objective statement. Oh yeah, that's that's good to put in
1: in the very beginning, the top part.
0: Yeah. Um, a lot of people, um, to my knowledge, they weren't doing that. But I've I've always done it just because I've always seen it on like every template. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to resume. Like literally you guys, you can literally go on Google and type in nursing resume templates. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll almost spell it out for you, like every word as to what you need to say or they'll give you different things and you know, you can replace it. And make it, um, you know, personable to yourself. Um, But as like a nursing student, I mean, as a regular nurse, it's going to be different from a nursing student. So I have an example right here. Um, So it's going to be something like this. So it's going to say motivated nursing students seeking to leverage a Bachelor of Science in nursing um, with 1,223 hours of accumulated clinical experience into a full-time position at your hospital. You can also say you recently graduated with whatever GPA and, you know, you're just going to say positive things about yourself. So whether you have excellent business manner or good interpersonal skills or a positive attitude, that's what you're going to put on that headline within the objective um, for yourself. So basically you're telling them what your goal is and basically that you want that position in a way. Yeah. And so
1: if you're already a registered nurse, you could just say, I'm a registered nurse seeking, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to put your, um, that you're seeking a bachelor's.
0: Right. So make it personal to, you know, where you are currently. Yeah. But I would definitely recommend everyone making sure they do an objective statement. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one. Yep. And mm-hmm. then.
1: Also at the top of it, I add my address. I'm not too oh, sure if you add yours on I there. Do. But you normally like have address. your first name at the top, and then your address, and then you're getting into your objective statement.
0: Yeah, I put my address, my phone number, and mm-hmm. my email. Email address too. That mm-hmm. they can contact me. Absolutely. But the thing I will say is like every nowadays every application is online and you you know you add your resume but they want you to type it in manually yeah
1: <laughs> well some of them they if once you put your resume in they automatically like do it but then sometimes they be coming out like all wrong and you have to go back it's and so annoying.
0: It. <laughs> they need to get that together because that's like with almost every hospital i've applied right. for <laughs> they do they're probably
1: too. like honestly getting away from resumes Mm-hmm. besides I mean we'll get into like with the interviews and stuff like when you go to an interview of course you want to bring extra resumes never go to an interview empty handed
0: Oh yeah, I always go with at least like a uh, nice professional folder yeah. if you have a briefcase I mean I don't own a briefcase but, but <laughs> you yeah, gotta we'll get go in. about your business that part. <laughs>
1: so next with the um, resume we will say you want to add your student clinical experience so with that, you, like we said earlier, you want to focus on the ones, if you're going into med and you want to add your med surge, your, um, your intensive care, if you did like an IMC or something in your last um, clinical rotation, if you're more towards peds, add that one. But with that, you kind of want to tell what you did within that clinical experience. So you effectively know how to do a head-to-toe assessment. You know how to do care plans and develop them effectively to manage each patient um any that you performed, like you did wound treatments you inserted foley's things like that
0: yeah make sure you use the exp- the things that you learned during your um clinicals and you know put that onto your resume like some people they got a chance to do foley catheters or they got mm-hmm. a chance to perform wound treatments like use that and put that in your resume like that's all important you might yeah. not be a pro edit but at least you got to do it yeah
1: so. <laughs> especially as like a new grad coming into the scene yeah Okay.
0: Um. Another thing I would say that you should add to um your resume is all of your certifications, awards and licenses. So of course, once you get your nursing license, you have to add that on there. Like, yeah. they're going to ask like, um for your license number. I don't put my license number actually on my resume. Mm-hmm. But I do make sure they know, you know, my degree, you know, I graduated from yeah. Columbia State University, what year I graduated. Um, and then I also put like my nursing license you know if you're a nursing student put your CNA make sure you put that you have your BLS which is your um, CPR certification because mm-hmm. most jobs want you to actually come on board with that certification yeah. already which you
1: should already have because you're in nursing school so. right
0: so if you have it add it on there like it gives you a little bit more fluff and I would say if you don't have any other anything else to add you can add some of your honor awards that you can um earned maybe like your last year of the nursing mm-hmm. program. I wouldn't say anything from like high school, but if it was, you know, related to like the nursing program, if it was a nursing program award, like I think we earned a few um yeah. nursing program awards. I can't remember what their names were. But I think that's something to you could add onto your um on your resume. And then mm-hmm. also make sure you add your expiration dates. So a lot of um a lot of HR or a lot of the, um, hospitals, they're going to want to know when, you know, your license expires or when your certification expires as well. Like I know when I started off as a nurse, my, um, BLS, my CPR expired the same month that I was supposed to, um, start the job. So, you know, they were encouraging me to make sure I go ahead and get that renewed before I start my position.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So those are all things that, Take into consideration um, when building your resume. I also
1: think that like, you know, with me for being in the NICU, you have to get your NRP. So if I were to do things differently, knowing that this is a job that is a specialty that I wanted to go to, I should have already got my NRP like once I graduated. Just has that NRP? It's, um, for those it's who don't neonatal, know, I don't know. <laughs> it's neonatal resuscitation program. So it's basically like PALS. Pediatric oh, I just advanced, like, yeah. So today. it's like that, you when you're in the NICU or L and D or postpartum, you have to know how to resuscitate a newborn. So that's another wow. certification that's kinda like the um advanced life support for adults, advanced cardiac. So if you're going into the ER along with your BLS, just go ahead and knock out that ACLS. That's what it's called right, ACLS
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just knock that out. And then that's something that can up you on your resume and stuff too. Like, okay, I already have this, so I'm prepared for, you know, this the specialty that i want to go into
0: i didn't even think about that i didn't go into the er with my acls but some hospitals will um train you for free most hospitals will but i think that is definitely um, a good advantage um definitely to already have that those certifications in place for sure yep okay um so moving on to preparing for interviews so um I guess here we're going to get into, you know, look a professional and how you present yourself when you go on interviews. You would think that this would be like calming. (laughs) But trust me, I have seen people come in for interviews and, you know everybody's idea of what professional is is it's different. totally different yes totally different. so um i would say dress for the job that you want i always like in nursing school when i applied for the jobs and i did when we have didn't we have a mock interview or something or not? yeah i think
1: we did something like that
0: yeah so they in nursing school they kind of prepare you but literally on my first interview i wore like a knee-length skirt so if you are wearing a skirt you know, try to, don't, don't wear like a mini skirt. No mini skirts, please. Try, it, if you can get it to like above your knee, like like either right above your knee or yeah. at your knee's length. About like a half
1: an inch, maybe an inch or a half an inch above your knee, but. Yeah.
0: Nothing shorter than don't that. Don't push it. Don't have a split <laughs> of your skirt. <laughs> a, a skirt with a split in it. No um just you know I wore a button up and I had a blazer on and I wore flats now you can wear heels but when you get into heels You're comfortable yeah you you don't I mean, want to be like super high heels and walking yeah right?
1: yeah <laughs> if you were in high heels and they need to be probably an inch heel don't wear no stilettos four inch heels three inch heels to a job interview and when you
0: think about it it's just truly not appropriate especially for an interview yeah it's just really not like I get there's nothing wrong with that little yeah, but girl, I went just... to
1: Payless, okay, and got some flats for like twenty or 10 dollars, and I still wear those to
0: introduce to this guy. Okay, my little. I got flats mine from Target, <laughs> It works like literally. You can wear um, you know, business casual pants. Um, yeah,
1: that's what I wore with mine. So. You don't have it's to like, wear a
0: skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have like a professional dress, you can wear that as well. Yep. Depending on if some people they don't wear pants, but. Literally and if you have whatever on a you do.
1: T-shirt, I think too to have on like a blazer type jacket too. Yeah. And like if don't if you wear a tank top then at least have it you know, at least don't have your chest showing completely. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um I'm trying to think as far as um, hair just make sure everything is like neat yeah you know what I mean like don't I say hair in. up in a
1: ponytail is always yeah more professional always. than having you know and especially us you know we like to wear wigs if I have my like 28 inch <laughs> wig on I'm gonna make sure that it's up in like a ponytail or a butt you know or I'm pull the back have, off of yeah. my face <laughs> don't wear your 30 inch your 30 inch
0: for the job and at least have it up <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but yes, like honestly, it's things that should just be simple, some people don't understand, yeah. but unfortunately, some people they they just have bad you know views on people who I don't know, people have stereotypes. So just to avoid that type of drama at all, just try to come in as professional and neat as possible. And even with like tattoos, like if you yeah. have a whole bunch of tattoos, like just wear a blazer or something to yeah. cover them up during the interview. Cause people yeah. still have stereotypes about that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now, if it's something tiny, like I have one on my wrist, I wasn't about to go out my way to like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cover that, that up. It it's not really a big deal. But if you have like a entire sleeve or something, I mean and ran granted. I, I work at some hospitals now where they're totally accepting of tattoos so they, mm-hmm. they don't care. I feel like a lot of hospitals are start starting to change but then when you work in hospitals that are like Catholic hospitals and you know you know yeah, hospitals that are very you know modest then it doesn't hurt you just to throw on like a blazer yeah, <laughs> so you can get your job. And keep yeah, at moving. least just get
1: the job yeah because in California like it's way more chill like one of the nurse managers she was tatted up chest everything arms everything like tatted California (laughs) they don't care doctors are tatted but here in Texas girl even not the interview like I always wear long sleeves but like actually on the floor they made me cover up my tattoos like I'm like this is a little psychotic but (laughs) (laughs) really for real girl like I had to put like a whole like gauze wrap over my tattoos I swear to you Every time you went into work? Every time I went into work, girl. That's so
0: extra. But for <laughs> me, I many reasons extra. why. Uh, Especially if I your tattoos aren't anymore. longer. <laughs> It'd be yeah. one thing if your tattoos were, like, inappropriate. Right. But I just, yeah, I think some institutions are just old school mm-hmm. with that mindset. But at the end of the day, it's their institution. So, unfortunately, if they, if that's how they feel, you gotta, yeah, you know, stick to what's in their policy. so... I think that pretty much wraps it up as far as, like, how to look. I mean, it doesn't get any more simpler than this. Just try to remain professional with what you wear. Um, keep it on the modest side, and typically yeah. you'll, you'll get the job. Make sure you don't come in with super long nails because they look at things like that as yeah. well. And also
1: with the scrubs thing, um, if you should wear scrubs, or professional. Oh, yeah. I, I think more professional unless the company is asking you to wear scrubs, but I
0: wouldn't just show up in scrubs. Now, yes, so I actually posted this on our Instagram page um, and I think a lot of people agree with you, Kaylin. I think 84% of people agree with you um, to wear business casual, yeah. but I will say that it in the nursing field, it is very common now. Yeah. When I went on my first interview as like a senior nursing student um, I did wear business casual, but once I became a nurse and I started applying for other jobs, literally every job told me to come in scrubs. Okay, like, I've never had anyone tell me that before. Every single one, but maybe because I applied for, um, I worked in the emergency room, they wanted me to do share time. And literally every interview, they said, come in scrubs because you have shared time afterwards. So literally, I... And I'm the queen of having tons of jobs. I've had, <laughs> I've had so many jobs since being a new nurse, probably like six. <laughs> but every single one told me to come and scrub. So literally make sure you read the the email that, that they send you. They will let you know if they want you to wear scrubs. Um, and if you wear scrubs, be wear a, a neat pair of scrubs. Like I didn't come in, like I just rolled out of bed. You know how some people's scrubs look dingy and like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, like I made sure my <laughs> scrubs were neat. I look very neat, like my hair was still pulled together because sometimes they want to see how you look in your scrubs as well, because some people make scrubs look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Got tight scrubs on where you, your booty poking. Yeah, well, some people have, like, the... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, some people's scrubs just look like they need to throw them away. <laughs> yeah. Like, they on their last leg. <laughs> like, let them scrubs go. <laughs> <That's different. laughs> but, yeah, I would say just pay attention to the um, the email that the hiring manager sends you. They will let you know if they want you to wear scrubs. If they don't indicate that that they want you to wear scrubs, if you want to wear scrubs, then ask them if that's okay. But I would just say wear business professional. Like you never go wrong wearing business professional clothing to an interview, like ever. Absolutely.
1: Okay. If so you want to get into, into um, yeah,
0: um, the shadow time. Yeah, the shadow time. So I didn't know a lot of people didn't know this either, but it's very common for, okay. So shadow time is basically after an interview, um, typically you can go with an existing nurse who works in that position that you applied for or works on the unit that you applied for. Um, and basically for about one or two hours, you're going through their day with them. So you kind of get a feel to see like, do i like this job you mm-hmm. do I like how they work together like it's a lot of you can be very observant and you can ask the nurse tons of questions like um and they love questions yeah like, they really do managers and stuff they love when you ask questions right so you have to during the share, share time or shadow time you need to act like you're interested like don't be in there now granted you can't go in there and start an iv and actually do patient care because they don't have like your license number and everything but just try to act like you're interested ask questions Mm-hmm. Um, try to be helpful um at the same time try to stay out the way like don't be in the way and cause any type of mess but yeah literally try to be observant because at the end of the interview oftentimes I've had people who did share time with me and the manager would come talk to me and say hey did you like that person or mm-hmm. um you know what did you think about the person like they always ask you know the shadow person I guess the person who shadowed them um you know how how they like the interviewer so or the interviewee so i would say just try to show that you're interested and then you know at the end you go meet with the manager again sometimes and you know they're going to ask you certain questions or they're going to ask your thoughts and if you don't have anything constructive to say then they're going to think that you're not interested in the position right yep
1: so next um always during your interview you always want to make sure that you Remain and give eye contact. That's really important. It shows that you're interested. Um, and it's also important to get creative with your responses, but always be honestly realistic and kind of give, like, your real your real um, experiences that they ask you. Yeah. And um, a lot of the times you should expect at least two people to interview at the same time, if not more. I've had up to, like, four people interviewing me. Um, only one time have I ever had where it was just one person but I think the other person had called in sick or something like that so I got lucky but yeah you just have to prepare for like multiple people to be in there with you during your interview
0: yeah I don't know if that's like a new thing with um, nursing interviews (laughs) but when I used to work like in customer service I never had to sit down with two people at the same time so when I went to my first interview I was a little intimidated yeah it's very intimidating (laughs) what's going on now I mean I really don't care but at one point, I used to be like, why, why do they have three people sitting across from me like it's a panel? Yeah, for real. <laughs> but yeah, prepare yourself um, because more than likely, it's going to be at least two people staring you down, asking you questions. Staring you down. Um, and <laughs> 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 I mean, I feel like for your first interview, I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. i nervous. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, but you get used to it. The more interviews you go on, and don't get me wrong, even to this day, I feel like I still get a little anxious before an interview. But I once I go in there, I go ahead and um, knock it out and move on with my day. I just sometimes I feel like they're just awkward. Like I feel like I have to be like super. <laughs> I don't know, super mm-hmm. happy and jolly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> okay, so that pretty much sums up that part preparing. Um, for the interview now, we came up with I think how many questions? About five questions. Um, that you know that yeah. are very common questions in almost every nursing interview that I have been on. Some of uh-huh. them you probably um, you probably heard at regular interviews as well. But then yeah. some of these are very specific to like nursing, like they're gonna ask you different experiences and all this other stuff. So I guess we can just jump right into that. Yeah. So the and first one thing one, too um, also.
1: You Can always like with your position that you're applying for, you can always like Google, t- Google,
0: all right, Google, you Google. You can, can Google interview, YouTube, like
1: yeah. <laughs> interview questions, ER interview questions, and they'll they have some good interview questions on there.
0: That's a good one. I didn't you. even think about that because mm-hmm. I've actually been asked specific questions as to, you know, it's almost like a case scenario, like what would I do? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that too. And the yeah, situation, I, I didn't that. even think about that, but yeah, that's good. Definitely YouTube or Google. Um, you know, questions specific to the unit that you're applying for. But one of the main questions I would say that they ask everyone, and for the most part, a lot of people have a hard time answering this because it's like, what do I tell you about myself? So that question is, tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's literally the most simplest question that anyone can really ans- um, ask you. But it's like, what do you say about yourself? Like, you don't want to sa- say anything that's too personal, but you still want to be professional at the same time. Um, so I would just say, typically I give like a quick history of myself, um, and I try to promote myself in like a better light. So, you know, I give them a history, like, you know, where I'm from. So I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. I let them know which school I attended. Um, and then I let them know, like when I was a nursing student, I would just say I have an extensive history of working in customer service. Um, I truly enjoy working with the public and providing, you know, um, the best of service that I'm capable of. Um, I try to highlight a lot of my strengths. Mm-hmm. So that I'm a very hard worker, I'm dependable, um, and I don't get discouraged easily. So, whatever your strengths are, you can try to highlight highlight them um, here in this part of this question. And then, you know, I like to add on fun things. So, things that you like to do, hobbies. So, on my spare time, you know, I like to travel. I like to spend time with my family. I like I love dogs. So, I mean, try to add something that. Um, you know, that might, I don't know, it, it might make them smile. Like, a lot of people like dogs, so if you have a dog, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times that might lead into a conversation about your dog. They're going to ask, oh, what type of dog do you have? like Yeah, and you'll you just know, have, so- like, a more natural conversation. <laughs> right, like, it kind of yeah. lightens the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So um you can definitely include personal things, because they don't want you to feel you don't want to seem like you're a robot and, like, I like to work. Every day I wake up and I yeah. just want to be a nurse. Like, yeah. <laughs> outside of nursing, what do you like to do as well? Like, what do you like to do in your downtime? Because nursing is stressful. Um, right. You need to have something that you can, Get you know, away from, a hobby. Yeah, take
1: you away from the actual stresses. Right. And a lot of the times they ask you that, too, like, how do you deal with stress?
0: Oh, yeah, they do. A lot of times.
1: But I think that you should also highlight – um, that you like are very goal oriented towards patient safety. Like patient mm-hmm, safety mm-hmm. is number one. They love to hear that. So yeah. just be like, that's the person I am. You know, I love to put patients first. I love to make sure that all my patients are safe. That's a good one. Yep, that is. Yep. Um, so the next one, I always have a hard time with this one. So the next big <laughs> question that they ask is, what is your greatest weakness and your greatest strength? It's always easy to, you know, say what your greatest strength is, but when it, it comes to your weakness, oh, that is really, that is really challenging. <laughs> um,
0: what do you normally say?
1: <laughs> well, with my strength, dang, girl, I'll be making up stuff on the spot. Girl, <laughs> I'll be lying, I'll be lying my little butt off. But with my greatest weakness, I actually got that one from you. So we both agree that your weakness should always be something you could spin into something positive. So I'll be talking about going interviews. I'm always, Ty, what should I say? Like, what's, like what, should, what do you say for your weakness? What do you say for your weakness? And a really good one is that you're working on delegation of tasks. And in nursing, uh-huh. you are always delegating things. So you're working on to delegate tasks in order for you to provide efficient care to your patients. And um, one way I can work on that is forming good relationships with other staff. That I feel um, way more comfortable to do so.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so, that, that's that's the yeah. major one that I use. I think that's the only one that I mainly use now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I always say that one. Yeah, because I mean, like things can get really overwhelming as a nurse and if you don't learn how to delegate and ask for help yeah. then you will be so behind on everything so that's a really you know a lot of the times a new grad you don't want to seem like you're that annoying little person that's always asking people
0: right. things
1: but at the end of the day sometimes you need help so ask and yeah. delegate those tasks to other people
0: right and I feel like that's a like we said that's a weakness right there that definitely could be spun into something positive and it's actually <laughs> a weakness that's not that weak 'Cause they understand that a lot of new grant nurses, that's a very common weakness. Like you don't feel comfortable asking for help. Yeah. Or asking, you know, you don't want to come off as like the lazy nurse. Yeah. Um, but you know, you could spin it into, like we said, you know, I try to I try to build relationships with the texts or with the companions. So, you know, I feel comfortable um asking those asking them those certain questions. So yeah. I would just say make sure your weakness isn't something that you can't spin. Like don't say yeah. that I'm late to work every day, yeah, every day. <laughs> like uh, that's not a good weakness <laughs> because it's gonna be like how can you spin it I mean yeah. it's being honest and some people might appreciate your honesty but they might look at you and say hmm okay I don't know if this is a good candidate for this mm-hmm. position and then I also don't think you should say you don't have any weakness because we're all human yeah and absolutely. everyone has a weakness absolutely. just try to find a weakness that's not that bad mm-hmm. <laughs> that you could spin. And like even as a new grad if you say that you know you struggle with time management, that's a very common yeah. weakness that almost every new grad um deals with. Mm-hmm. Um and with time you'll get better at it. So, I mean, there's so many different positive weaknesses that you could actually use. You just have to do mm-hmm. your due diligence and just do research to see how you could spin it. Yeah. Okay, moving sure, that's on that's to the question. next question. So oftentimes I always hear, why are you the best nursing candidate for this position? Which I think is a very hard question as well. Mm-hmm. So you know that there's other people competing for the same position. There's people with experience. Yeah, You are just a nursing student who just graduated. You don't even have your license. shit. Right. asking you why you're the best candidate for this position. So typically in these situations, again, I'm just highlighting all of my strengths, even if it's not health related. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about how much of a hard work I am and how determined I am um, that, you know, I have a sense of self-determination that will motivate me um, to learn things that I don't know and I'm willing to learn like a lot of um, a lot of you know managers they want to know that you're willing to love learn, learn. they love, love that like ideas. say that you're willing to learn that you're eager to learn that you're eager that, to learn and then also say that you know your newness like you know how with some older nurses they come with a lot of you know i don't want to say yeah, there's that way. They they they're already set in their ways, so they already know how certain things go, and sometimes they're not open to new changes. Let let the management know that you're open to change, and that you know you d- use wow well, wow well within change, and then also to that you're a very positive person, and that you might be able to bring positivity to the to the unit because you're so eager and you're so excited to be a nurse. Um, a That's lot of units right, yeah. are. I'm just gonna be honest. Some units are just filled with like poor energy I'll tell you (laughs) so you know sometimes managers they want to know that you're going to come in and that you're positive and that you're Mm -hmm. not going to be about drama and that you know you're going to bring light into a situation that might not be light at the time so that's that's what I um stress when they ask me that I can't really say you know why I'm better than the next person but I can tell you why I'm just a good candidate in general
1: I like that yeah So get into the next ones. Oh, yes. So um, two questions that kind of go hand in hand together are, they always ask you, name a time where you had to deal with a difficult patient or a customer. Um, How did you handle it? How do you actually deal with someone who wasn't satisfied with your patient care? So I think the main thing that these managers and companies want to hear is that you listen. Mm -hmm. and you sit down with the patient and you allow them to express themselves so the main question is how do you How do you, you know, you got to be realistic though with the patients too. So you have to ask like, how would you like this to be solved? Like Ty was saying earlier, everything's about patient satisfaction. So you want to ask this patient, how would you like things to be solved? What would you like to do? And then you come together and come to like a common median. Okay, this is how we're going to figure this out. This is how we're going to get things down. But at the end of the day, you have to suck things up when you handle difficult patients. But at the end of the day, you have to put your patients first. And Mm -hmm. you have to put the customer service first. So that's what a lot of... um. Well, that's nursing in general, but that's what a lot of these managers and in these um, hospitals want to hear, which is true at the end of the
0: day. Yep, that is correct. And then also sometimes in this, with this question, I try to emphasize like, You know, a lot of times, a lot of patients, they just want you to communicate with them. A lot of people are frustrated because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. You sit down, like Kaylin said, when you sit down and, you know, you get down to their level and you listen and then you communicate. Typically, if you let the patient know what's going on and, you know, what's causing this delay and why they're sitting here waiting after their blood was gone. Like some people don't know that the blood at work has to go to the lab yeah. for them to run it and that it takes an hour for the lab results to come back. Or some people don't know that when they go for x-ray that a radiologist has to read the report before you know we can determine what's going on. So um, when you explain and break down the process um, to a lot of people, that really will calm a lot of people down. So right. um, definitely, I think if you say what Kaylin said, for the most part, they're going to be very satisfied with your answer. <laughs> Absolutely. So I would say those are the major questions. Now, granted, don't get me wrong; there are a ton of questions. Like they, one one of them. This is just a funny question to me. I remember for one of my interviews, um, they asked me, "What would your sibling say is your most annoying characteristic or like quality?" Like I've never been asked that. That's so random, (laughs) girl. Like like, literally, like it was really personal. Girl, so literally I think I lied and I was like that I'm clingy and you know, I can of spun it into like something yeah. that was positive, like, you know, I like being around my sisters and blah, 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 blah. But literally they will say questions out, they'll pull it out of the graveyard. Like literally <laughs> they'll make up any type of question. So you just have to also just practice doing a ton of questions. I'm not gonna lie, I'm I don't know if this is weird, but before I even went to my interviews as a new grade, uh well, as a nursing student, like I Went on YouTube and I went on Google and I just did like probably like fifty questions and I wrote down like the best answers. Like I made my answers up that way. When yeah. Sit down, you be ready, girl. I was ready. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> so you just gotta prepare yourself. Um, but literally, it's not enough questions we can tell you guys about because literally they're gonna ask you all of these different type of questions. They're gonna give you scenario questions, mm-hmm. um, what you would do in that situation, even if you haven't been in a situation like that. Girl, I would say just make it up. Yeah, but try just, to be realistic.
1: Use
0: <laughs> yeah, use your nursing knowledge and just try to make it up. Um, and typically, they'll get past it. And sometimes they ask you like clinical questions. Like, I've had cases where they ask me like, "Your patient presents with this, this, and that. What are you doing first? Girl, that was
1: my whole interview ABCs. when I my first job.
0: <laughs> That was really cold. And like like, a mom comes in (laughs) with
1: a C section, or the baby comes in, baby's born, baby's modeled. And, but which I remember from school like, model your cold, some of (laughs) the cold stress, blah, blah. But like, yeah, it was just like, five seven scenario questions
0: i'm not gonna lie those are like, hard. oh my that god would have yeah <laughs> and they're like well
1: i know like, you don't have any experience but like i say you just
0: use your nursing knowledge and, and they want to know your critical your thinking. Ability. yeah yeah that's that right there is literally testing your critical thinking skills and if you can think on the spot mm-hmm. that's why they ask you those type of questions so they are going to ask you those questions and you just yeah. have to remember basics like remember safety is always first and always um remember your airway breathing and circulation first yep. you'll be good and you can get through the question <laughs> all right so um moving on so this we're almost wrapping it up um the last thing we're going to touch on is great questions to ask at the end of an interview so literally every interview interview i've been on they've asked me you, to you know it? do you have any questions <laughs> And you need and to make sure you ask them some questions, okay? Yeah, but it's
1: also, you can also just write down questions that you have and bring them with you to the interview. You be like, oh, hey, yeah, right. actually, I have a list of questions that I want to ask. <laughs> what is the patient ratio? What is like, You
0: start just, drilling yeah, them. <laughs> That's not questions that you have, but at least ask something. Don't be like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have any questions. So typically, I will say, I know some people, and I think, Kaylin, you told me this as well, like some interviews you went on and they didn't tell you how much you were getting paid. Before the interview? Yeah, none of them have ever told me how much the pay was. Right. So that's why some people don't, at the end of the interview, they might ask about the pay. I've never had to do that just because in Maryland, and I've worked in a ton of different hospitals in Maryland, literally before I even sit for the position, HR Uh has let me know what the rate for the position they're offering me is so yeah that's good i make my mind up before even there's been some interviews i said no i'm not going on because i'm not that is not good enough which
1: i think that that's good like why waste my time in when i know that this is not what i'm looking for so you should let me know the pay but not every hospital does that
0: right i think the one my first job at um
1: in san francisco they have the the pay when you apply and for the job it tells you the ranges. I just don't
0: understand why they want to like, why would that be a secret? Let me know what I'm getting paid because I don't even want to, I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to waste your time. Absolutely. Let me know before I even come down and sit down with y'all and let me know what my pay is. Like that's simple. Yeah, That's so simple. But yeah, typically I would say I've never had to ask that question. I know some people, they discuss that, but I also heard that some employers don't like when people ask that which makes no sense to me because why is that a problem that i'm asking how much i'm getting paid like, yeah but maybe they just weird. want to see that
1: you really are eager for the actual job but not for the pay but like at the end of the day america's yeah. getting somebody expensive got so bills. somebody gotta you know money gotta be made around here so
0: right <laughs> but, but maybe
1: just don't ask I mean, I mean i don't know
0: every situation is different but yeah. like i've just from like doing research i hear a lot of People discouraging, you know, people going on going in for interviews. The ex, yeah. an interview, you want to interview? No, maybe if you get offered the job position, I guess yeah. you say that's when you talk about it, but that's yeah. just weird to me. Yeah. Um, and it's new because in Maryland, for the most part, if you plan on applying to Maryland, typically they will let you know what you're getting paid before you even sit down. But I will say, I'm typically out as a new grad nurse or just for nursing students, you guys can use this question. I would just ask if they offer a nurse residency program for new graduate nurses and if so how does the program promote confidence in the transition from being a student to a nurse i think that's a very um detailed question it shows mm-hmm. that you're interested and it also yeah. shows that you're interested in growing with their company as well yeah, and
1: they love that right they want to know where you're going to be in five years always tell them
0: what they do ask that question too <laughs> always
1: tell them that you'll be with them
0: yeah that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to lie
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. What do I say with that question? I think I say that I want to continue my, uh, like maybe get like a a certification in the yeah. specialty, and you know maybe one day I want to train or um you know be a preceptor and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, make sure you just even if it's just one question, you guys just come up with a very constructive question. That way you sound like you're interested um, in the job position. Um, and you don't have to ask a ton of questions, but just have one put mm-hmm. to the side absolutely yeah and other than that i don't really have anything else to add other than just be patient like a lot of times a lot of people they get really anxious when they fill out a job application and, and they think that they're going to hear a response in like a week yeah typically i don't hear responses that quick like literally yeah. i might put an application in in november and i'll get back something in january yeah. and forgot that i applied like, for I the I job forgot. yeah you forget <laughs> right but... so that's one thing i will say i'm always applying for jobs because you just never know <laughs> um but yeah be patient pray if you pray um and the job for you will come don't take a job just i mean granny if you have bills you have bills but yeah. you know don't settle you can find the job for you absolutely yeah i
1: think we pretty much covered everything yes so yes, if you guys yes. ever have any other questions as far as like with resumes and job interviews or anything like that you can always like we say reach out to us on instagram or twitter and access your questions
0: Yes, and we're going to try to be a little bit more active yeah. on our Instagram. <laughs> I didn't realize how hard um, I know how hard <laughs> it is to manage it and, you and work, work and stuff. then live your own life. But yes, I'm, yeah. we're going to try to be a little bit more active. And we definitely appreciate the participation. Like, we actually get a lot of participation. Yeah, we do. Um, so we, we definitely appreciate it. appreciate it, for sure. For the people who don't know what our Instagram um, name is, it is nurse underscore ish, which is I-S-H dot podcast. And um, our Twitter is, let me pull it up because I want to get it right. <laughs> I know. They're so I know this. <laughs> I don't want them on somebody else's page. And um, <laughs> so our Twitter one is at nurse underscore ish PC. Great. Okay. So um, follow us. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And make sure you
1: guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast with all your nursing friends. Or people just in general, because these, these job interview questions, it's not just for nursing, but it can go towards any type of job interview who asks kind of similar questions. That's so good. once That's again, good. thank you guys. Bye. Bye.